I mean, if you have a household of five people, six people, imagine buying food all the time from a restaurant. You'll be spending some close to maybe more than 300000 per month just to take care of that household when buying food from a restaurant. Why not just buy the ingredients and cook it yourself? episode we are joined with the lovely flora ngo martins a seasoned legal practitioner and writer to talk about her book simply food plan hi flora hi flora miss flora could could you could you (laughs) could you give the ghd audience a shout out could you give them a shout out hi (laughs) guys hi guys (laughs) thank you so much for joining us to do this and you know, I'm just going to dive straight in and and uh, into the book because, um, you know, I was saying earlier, Gozier, if you, if you remember, at the beginning of the year, I had a New Year's resolution to, you know, stop buying food outside my house and, you know, focus on, on cooking, at least the basics, you know, because, you know, we're men, we're men, we don't need much, you know, we also know how to cook rice and one stew and one soup, we're good, you know, so, so, but I've been, but, what, yeah, yeah. How has that worked out for you? Listen, that's you what I'm saying. It's been, see, listen, listen, it's been hard. I'm not going to lie, it's been hard. Listen, there are things. It's just so easy to step out and, you know, see that lady selling Akara, you know, on the side of the road. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, that's breakfast. <laughs> you know, life so... Life of a bachelor. Life of a bachelor. So, so uh, you, you know, this book was was honestly a gift to me uh, because it's like, yo, let me help you out. These are, this is an instructional manual for people in your situation, right? <laughs> so to, to get your act together, you know. So, um, uh, Miss Laura, please, I'm just going to let you uh, g- give us some background um, on on you, you know, just uh, so, so the audience gets to know a little bit about you. How about you tell us a bit of your background before we dive into all the intricacies of the Simply Food Plan? Okay, um... Well, I'm simple like my book. Ah, <laughs> simple, simple. Yeah, I'm simple like my book. What, what, I'm a legal practitioner. Which came first? Uh, which, which came first? Which came first? Your love for writing, or or you just wanted to be a lawyer from the get go? Which one came first? Well, I've always I've always loved writing. I, I I don't even know which came first. I mean, being a lawyer was just like a natural. It was just the right thing to do because I, I'm a very I've been very expressive all my life. I'm that child that when my dad gives an instruction, I challenge. I ask questions. Um, when he says do do do, and I'll be like, why? But this, so I'm always very logical about things, and um, so it came as a natural to be a lawyer. As for writing, um, I've been doing that as a child. I mean, I've been trying as much as I could to pen down my thoughts because I have this racing heart. So my my heart is always my not my heart but my imaginations rather ah. my imagination is always racing i'm always creating imaginary characters in my head and stories oh. i'm someone who could sit all day and form characters in my head i could even be in the restroom and be writing stories so it's that bad Oh, you nice. Oh, so, so are we? So, we're clearly, we're expecting a novel next, right? That's it, clearly. Because when you're talking about inventing characters, I'm like, okay, you know, she started off with simply food plan, 
Are we looking at the next Harry Potter? Is that the next book? Is that is that what we can hope for? <laughs> I did write a novel at some point, but um, I, it never got published. It was in the era of this traditional publishing, and um, it was hard getting a, a publication firm or company that would do that, or a press house rather that would do that. So okay. I left it hanging. Yes, but then I delved into short stories. That worked out fine for me because um, it worked out fine for me because I got there was a different NigerStories.com, it's a website. Um, they got my stories, I, I submitted, and it was published there. Oh, so okay. um, okay. I was very happy. I was in 2016. I was very happy about that. Um, it, it felt very, you know, relaxing to see other writers comment on your stories and other people read your stories. And then that 2016, yeah, I, I, I obviously had a blog before 2016. I've had a blog since 2012, but I kept migrating to different platforms. Then I focused on short stories on my blog and I had a lot of viewers, like people really loved they really loved reading the stories and they gave me feedback which was also good so that was when i knew okay this is not just um a, a hobby, hobby. This, is, this is like a calling nice you nice. know nice. The writing is like a calling yeah <laughs> i i love it i love it now now um now in the book uh you you pretty much go through you know all the necessary phases um involved in planning out um food for for an entire month you know uh, uh, for a family or if you're single right you go through planning shopping budgeting uh preserving the food and actually how to activate the plan i think that's the final chapter you still tell them yes i've given you all the information but how do you actually apply this to your life which is another thing i love is the, the concluding chapter is like i know i've told you everything you need to know but i know you're a nigerian so i need to explain to you how you can integrate this into your life uh, which was which was something I, I you know i found really nice another thing another thing another thing i noticed fun fact uh, in did you, do you know that you have uh planning uh, you have planning used 10 times in in the table of contents like literally in chapter one you use the word plan plan or planning 10 times <laughs> it's like you're trying to drill it you're trying to drill it into your head you see you guys need to plan can you plan as in can you just plan <laughs> so so <laughs> so 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 how how uh talk to us a bit about that like like um what's the one tip or, or one takeaway like in terms of planning like what's that one strategy you learned that is the easiest to apply because as you as you said in the book it's actually quite hard it's, it's an easy thing in in retrospect when you look at it right but it's actually hard to sit down and actually plan out oh okay this is how much i'm gonna eat this is how, this is how many people in my family you know this is the kind of food i like you know but so if you just had one tip you know just from planning that just to just to give the audience what would that be uh just, just in terms of planning now Okay, so um, basically, as human beings, I, I believe we ought to plan every facet of our lives. If we don't, um, we get hitches, basically. Easier so said than we done. We get to that point where we feel unfulfilled. Yes. You yes. know, and then you see someone who is so put together and you're like, wow. But it's all about the planning. You just didn't see them planning. You only saw the outcome. So same goes for, for food. 
and food planning because I have been in situations, I know you said just one word, but I, I think I would like to just relate to the audience that I've been in situations where you visit a home and there's no food for you to eat, you know, because you just came in there and you could hear the, the, the mother of the house saying, okay, calling the child, go buy um, Minara down the street. Um, would you want noodles? Okay, buy noodles. Hey, will you eat the noodles with egg? Okay, buy the egg too. So the visitor is literally really sitting down there and hearing what they are going to yeah. buy and cook yeah i've been in that visitors. situation i've been in that situation yeah so, yeah. <laughs> so that guest is coming from a very far place the guest might most likely have another two hours of starvation before even having something to eat yeah. just because there was a lack of planning maybe it's not entirely the fault of the household maybe the guest came unawares but in this age and time people just don't visit we just we just don't badge into people's houses we always inform pre-inform them yeah. before we come yeah. you know so just planning needs to be in place um and one very easy way to plan because it's all from the mind it starts from the mind one very easy way to plan is to pen it down when you pen down your thoughts okay tomorrow i'm going to cook rice and beans and sandwich chicken sandwich then you plan say okay if i'm making this tomorrow do i have chicken in the freezer do i have rice in the house do i have beans what about the ingredients so all this has to be in place in order for you to have a perfect plan and one thing for me is if you don't plan you will fail to, if you fail to plan you will never succeed in whatever you do so you, you need to plan your life or plan your feeding especially for those who are also trying to eat healthy those who are trying to watch their weights and those who you know get hungry all the time like some people like snacking if you like snacking and you don't have tons of snack in the house you know how do you meet up with that lifestyle yeah. no. you like eating very good soups yeah. <laughs> and you don't <laughs> plan your meals you're always going to that and on Sundays it's difficult getting good food on Sundays if yeah. you buy food all the time so yeah okay i mean that's, yeah. so so the, just just your point on 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 losing weight um that was another interesting fact uh you spoke about in the book that when you actually do plan out your meals uh you realize you actually um basically you cut out all the junk you're, you're more likely to lose weight you know and be in better shape if you actually plan yeah. out your meals you know so that was another thing i found yeah. very interesting i'm like oh wow yes as i remember one time you know, Mom C had one timetable, you know, that quote-unquote balanced diet where you actually have, you know, your your meal, meals planned out for the entire week, you know, and everything. I never saw that thing after yeah. after I went to college. I've never implemented it, but <laughs> it's, it's definitely something that, you know, I find quite interesting. I mean, if you want to lose weight, just plan out your meals, you know. So, but, uh, but quickly, I, I want to talk to you, I want to talk to you about... Um, because also in the book you mentioned you basically were running the household at 13 you yes, know which is just cool. which is just um which is just amazing in fact i can't even i can't even imagine um get, talk talk to me a little bit about that like what, what was that like <laughs> you know you, you told us that there was what there was a, a time you cooked for a friend of yours and you know 
uh, they didn't like it, or <laughs> how did that story go? Could you, could you tell us how? <laughs> it's quite um, interesting because um, growing up, um, when I was really little, we had lots of people living with us. I had uncles, you know, we, like we had senior people living with us my mom's brother my dad's cousin um, my dad's nephew my dad's um, niece my mom's days so we had lots of relatives people come in and leave at some point we had we were like 11 in the house oh you wow know, the kids relatives yes yeah, sometimes nine and sometimes 10 so growing up we all had that helping hand we had nannies you know nice. then as we grew older yeah as we grew older these things we are no longer there people had gone on with their lives and the house had thinned out so mom mom had to further her education and um it was just dad myself and um my brothers my elder sister wasn't around she had gone to boarding school and from there she had gone to further her education as well so my cousin's sister, which was even way, way bigger than me, had also left the house. She had finished up. So it was just me and my brothers. So I had to step up on that rule because my mom was not around. I had to run the house. My dad taught me how to cook my first soup, a goosey soup. Your dad taught you how to? Your dad oh, taught yes. you your first dish? <laughs> yeah, he taught me those ones, basically. Oh, wow. So my mom did rice. Yes, my mom wasn't there at that point. So my dad taught me goosey soup, obono soup. He taught me how to cook those soups. Oh, okay, so, but okay. before my mom, yeah. So, but before my mom left for school, my mom taught me rice, just basics. So I knew basics and all. But my dad had to take, you know, it's because he can't be doing the cooking, going to work and all of that. So I needed to like relieve him. Yeah. of those duties so from 13 i was running the home my elder brother would do the poultry we would both do the house cleaning i was in charge of the kitchen i cooked the meals and all of that and all of that so i i started running the home from 13 oh, wow. and i used to make a joke <laughs> when i was much much um in my i think my 20s I, yeah close in my 20s i made a joke once i said to my dad you know, you people have used up what I would have used in the marriage. I'm not sure I want to be cooking anymore. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> How? Okay, so I so was like, because each time I come back from school, yeah, like my dad would be like, "He needs his tea." And then I would be asking people around the house, like my brothers, when I'm not around, who makes his tea? They say he does it himself. I'm like, then why does he need me to make the tea for him? Will I boil the water? It's in the flax. Make the tea. I'm like, oh my word. I'm like, okay, you guys have used up. So for a period of time in my life, I wasn't really cooking when I was a bachelorette. I wasn't cooking for a while. And that was not because I didn't want to cook. But I think um, maybe my lifestyle, work, 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 not much time to cook sometimes you just want to rest then i then my my cousin I, I lived with my cousin for a while she thought i couldn't cook that was and that's the impression everyone gets each time they see me they said i was so fragile i couldn't cook um i could break that was just the word <laughs> i was stereotyped even in the university 
I was stereotyped. I was told by my roommates that you can't cook. So the day I did, I was cooking, they all waited. They took their plates and they finished the food. And I said, ah, Romy, we didn't know you could cook like this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> let, uh, let me guess. Let so, me guess. Let me guess. You were now the designated chef from that day forward. You were now the designated no, chef. No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. I was also a cookie, so they hardly saw me to, you know, trap me with the ah, cooking thing for them. Nice, nice. It's just a one-off gift. <laughs> now, now, now you, you, you spoke about, you spoke about how, you know, Popsy would low-key try and, you know, always make you sort of cook, right? It, and that's, I feel that's a uniquely African, yeah. African thing. I don't know why, why they just, they can do it themselves, but they just seem to throw the girl child all of these these chores right it, all, it almost like training, training. yeah i, I got it you, Zeus, you know what i'm talking about i'm like why why did you why does that happen why does that happen and and now that 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 you're you're a mother um are you going to to do the same thing you know i just want to throw that question in there before before you move ahead with the book uh, i really need to pick your, your, your um well, for me, in, in my household now, when I have a son, I don't have a son right now, but when I have a son, he must equally know how to cook like the girls. We would have tons in the kitchen. Everybody's going to have a day. So I too, we have my day. So if Sunday is my day of cooking, Monday will be for someone else. We would just have it in that manner. Reason being, um, I love cooking. I wouldn't lie about that. When I'm bored, I would just go to the kitchen try to start making new recipes you know i even um came up with some new recipes goat meat in tomato sauce um pork in tomato sauce mm. i'm going to try out the beef one too mm -hmm. so it's in this is in book two actually yes book two is out is in book two simply food table and recipes book so two is out there. oh yeah 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 it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> links will be in the description guys links will be in the description <laughs> okay Okay. So, so I, I think everyone should know how to cook. It's one of those life-saving skills we should all have. And um, I think the lack of involvement of um, the, the boy child in house chores and in cooking has caused a lot of problems in marriages because at the end of the day, you're giving another person's daughter a miserable life. The man can't help her out because he's not capable in that manner. Um, she's most likely frustrated, especially in this Gen Z, where the women are insisting that it must be equal task. So I, I have done a lot of research. I've read a lot of things on social media and all of them are insisting this Gen Z. So they are all insisting that any man they are getting married to must know how to cook must know how to do house chores. They would share it because they are also working and they are bringing monies also to the table that since they are sharing the bills, those things need to be shared. It's no longer business as usual. So there seems to be a form of revolution in the household. Um, I wouldn't call it an industry, but in the household um, sector of our society and in our lives. So if we don't arm ourselves with that weapon, Imagine being married and your wife has refused to cook for you. You'll be buying shitty foods outside. I mean, it's not all the time you get good food. And even the good food, sometimes you just want a home-cooked meal. You know you know what I'm talking about. You, you want to feel the taste of a home-cooked meal, not the buka type and the fast food type. But you, you can't get my, that. I call my mom up. I'm like, hey, mom, I need a home-cooked meal. <laughs> <laughs> what if, if Momsi is not in the same state? What well, if Momsi is not in the same state? 
you tend to have plenty different mothers. You have plenty plenty mothers. Ah yes, yes. This is why you see this is why the African culture is very sweet. You just everybody's mommy. Everybody's mommy. Yeah, yeah, but but at some point you still need that skill in your life. Yes. Even if you don't want to activate it, you should just know it's good, you know. It's yes. good. So yeah. the book is not just for women. It's actually for everyone. It's even for newly married couples. They can get it as people can get it for them as a gift. Because um when I got married, I was totally clueless as to all I knew in my head was I was going to cook soups and stew and stack it in my freezer. That was all I knew in my head. It was just my imagination that um, I dreamt of doing those type of things, stacking food. But sometimes your dream is different from your reality and you have to work hard to get to that reality, you know, or to get to that dream, which becomes your reality in the future. So your reality is different. Maybe you don't have the funds to stack up foods in your freezer. Maybe you don't even have the freezer to start with. (laughs) Maybe you don't have electricity to do such. So maybe the tools to achieve that goals are not there because you are just starting life. So why not walk towards that till you get to that destination? So I, I believe it's something that, and most couples, when they're getting married, only few, someone confided in me, that was like some years back, two two years ago. She was like, how much does she need monthly to feed herself and her husband? You know, like what exactly would they be buying? And so I did her a list. I said, okay, you may need this range to this range depending on your taste i don't know so i did her i mean a list actually there and then i just wrote the list for her i said this is what households usually use you know and then she was so grateful that because i'm sure the man was asking i'm sure the man was a planner and he was asking her like how much do you need monthly to run this house effectively she was clueless ah nice she had no idea i mean it's i mean it's brilliant In, in the book you have you have this master list you know that goes through pretty much everything, yeah. right? And and I'm I, you know I'm, I'm looking through the list and I, I'm realizing, wow, this this is like um I have either I have a very small um of uh, what I say vocabulary of 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 different dishes I eat, right? You know, or or the, you know that's yeah. just what Nigerians eat in general because everything I've eaten in the last uh probably twenty five years were pretty much were contained in that list you know which blew my mind i'm like i haven't eaten anything outside of that master list and that shows that it's, it is actually a master list right and i'm like wow for, for you to have come up with a list like this this is somebody who's definitely been cooking for a very you know very long amount of time and actually has the experience and knowledge to know that yeah don't worry these are the things you need you know in terms of uh the the spices and everything the way you laid everything out in the book it was just so lovely it's literally it is a cheat sheet I, I think one of the comments, one of the comments, um, um, you know, at the beginning of the book, it says, um, so somebody referred to it as a list Bible. A list, so I keep hearing list Bible, <laughs> right? So is that something, yeah. is, is that, is, I, is that the, is that the official nickname of, of that master list or yeah, how, how did yeah, that come yeah, about? I call it a list Bible as well. I think she got, because she's one of the reviewers. I think she got that from there. I call it a list Bible because, um, basically that list is a guide you may feel because the truth about it is to be sincere there are many i've met about three types of um, nigerian women 
when you talk about households. Okay. I've met about three types. I've met the clueless ones that don't know anything. <laughs> yeah, they don't know, you know. Then I've met, and they're they are happy to tell you they don't know. They want to learn. Then I've met the ones that are full of themselves. They feel they know everything. They'll tell you, my house, I cook stew, cook this, cook everything. I don't, you know, they feel there's nothing you want to tell them that they don't know already. Yeah. That's yeah. what they feel. They yeah. feel that there's nothing you want to tell them yeah. that they don't know about. That's those ones. So when I have a deeper conversation with them and I start asking them certain questions, have you eaten this? Have you? They'll be like, what's that? No. Oh, I don't know that. Give me the recipe. And in my mind, I'm like, but you said you know everything. <laughs> you know. <laughs> then, I've, then, I've, <laughs> then I've met the ones that are constantly trying to improve. They know it, but they are willing to learn more. They just want to get to know more about, you know, it and all. So I've met those ones as well. Okay. I've met those ones as well. And the truth about it is that some of them would still say it's not comprehensive enough because it what? doesn't cover one or two things. What? Yes. I, I said the last 25 years. 25. I don't think I've eaten anything. <laughs> Okay, maybe perhaps if I, you know, go to some exotic restaurant, you know, or something, and I, you know, I have some, maybe some Chinese, you know, Lebanese, or, you know, maybe sushi. Well, those are not Yeah, those are Nigerian yeah, dishes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are Nigerian dishes. Yeah. So, outside of, I said, this is what it is we eat in Nigeria. See that master list? That's it. There's not, there's, there's nothing yeah. else outside that list. You're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but so quickly. Yes. Okay, I believe with that list, um, a woman or a household manager, it could be the man, would be able to easily run the home. Like, you you don't go to market and you buy on a whim. I want to buy this. I want to buy that. You know, it kind of guides you for the month. Okay, I'm, I'm cooking these dishes. You tick what you need on that list. You can have a printout because there's a detachable copy as well. So you can print it out and tick what you need. Go to the market, get those stuffs, you know. Okay, okay, okay. Like now, um, uh, Gozi, <laughs> please, I want you to to tell um tell Miss Laura about our preservation experience. You know, cause you know, oh, we're, no. we're a bunch <laughs> of bachelors, you know, living in a in a <laughs> in a cave, pretty much in a yeah, cave. Yeah. You know, yeah. so preserving <laughs> food. This, especially this last three days. Funny enough, uh, please, Gozi, do you want to tell our experience? <laughs> Well, she, she already talked a little bit on it, you know, the whole, you know, you not having a, you know, a freezer or something. But it's not even about that, you know, most of the time you even have everything you need, but there are just certain things that you just can't help. Like the situation you just said we've been in, we haven't had light for almost close to over 48 hours, you understand, you know. So if you are, if you, if you are planning, you know, for the future, especially in a place like Nigeria, at times it can go south, which is why people tend to restrict their planning. You don't want to buy food for a month. Something might happen one day and then you have like a week where you're struggling with power and you don't want all of that food to go bad because I mean you're trying to plan your finance at the same time so you know I feel like that's a very huge constraint for bachelors or not just bachelors even families you understand you know when you have to deal with this is the Nigerian factor like we like to call it you understand so that's why you see a lot of people are not overly planning when it comes to food you know so you don't have situations where you run into problems like that and then you end up losing you know all that money 
you know, and that, you know. But one other problem, you know, we bachelors have. And, you know, when people compare, like, it's not really compare, but when you say, you know, teaching a guy how to do laundries and cooking, at times, I don't look at them as the same thing. I, I look at cooking as a skill. You understand? You can try to learn how to cook, but it doesn't mean you'll be good at it. You understand? Even with training, and I, I, I say this from experience. I mean, my mom did actually try to teach, you know, try to teach us to cook, you know, try to beat it into us. But I think along the line, she just saw that, look, this guy is not just, like me personally, <laughs> this guy is not just cut out for it. <laughs> like, you know, you just, the skill is just not there. You know what to do. You know how to do it. And when you cook, most of the times, you're not just cooking for yourself. You know, you're cooking for other people, especially if you're in the family, like she spoke of, you know, in a relationship. You know, the woman wants the man to cook. Well, the man's cooking is not just good. Not because he hasn't tried to learn, but like I said, I'd like to believe it's a skill base. Because I've had women that think they can cook, and when you have their food, it's not good. And they genuinely believe they can. If you even tell them to write down the process, it looks like the food should taste right, but it just doesn't come out well. So I feel there's an element of skill to cooking that, you know, you can't just teach someone. The person has to have the passion for it. You understand? Okay. To be able to so, learn it. So and so it's, so okay. it's one thing that guys don't have innate. Uh, okay. You understand? Okay. So if you don't have that in it, so you run into guys that even if they try to learn, they're just not going to be good at it. I mean, you're saying I should cook for you, but you know, would you like my food? Okay. Oh, Flora. Flora, I might, do you I agree? might not have problem with it. <laughs> Flora, do you agree? Do you agree? Is this is it a is this skill based or or someone as hopeless as me? You know, trying to learn how to cook <laughs> at thirty. As in, this is literally me starting. <laughs> like your book is me starting to learn how to cook. You know, that's this is this is the beginning of my journey. You you know you've you've had you know you've had people teaching you since you were thirteen. This is literally me starting off, <laughs> right? So so is it a skill I can attain? You know, just by that consistent you know practicing or or um or is it innate? Is this something that has to be innate? If you know how to cook, you know how to cook. Okay, it's a skill that can be acquired basically, um, and it's all about your interest as well. It's all about your interest. Are you a foodie? Do you like all things food? You know, the process of making it. And like Gozia rightly pointed out, um, you have to, when you cook, if you're cooking for um, a household, you have to make sure you take into consideration their needs. Because some households, they don't like eating pepper, for instance. And then you cook and you put too much pepper. It's so spicy. And they're like, what is this? She doesn't know how to cook. And then some households, they like a lot of pepper and you don't put enough of that. And in some households, they might have health challenges. They don't need so much salt and you put a lot of that. So it all depends. Then another factor why people get it wrong at times is lack of concentration. Cooking is a thing of the mind. It has to come from your mind. You know, you can't just, oh, let me quickly do, you will somehow make a mistake. Either the pepper is too much or something. So it's always good to, you know, pay much attention, show the interest. It's not every, and then it's also a matter of a skill and a gift, because it's not everyone that um, have the ability you know, to cook stuff okay. and it comes out really well. Some of us, we just see things and when we see things, we already know the ingredients that made up that food and we can easily make it. Some of us, we need someone to even practically teach us how to cook. You need to stand with the person, they teach you. And by the way, most of the soups I can even cook, it's not from my, my parents didn't teach me that. They just taught me the basics. So each time they visit, and I cook a new soup, they're like, wow, <laughs> this one, you know, and that one. So again, it has to do with your interest. It's skill-based, yes. 
and then you could also learn it if you're interested in learning okay so so it's not too late for me is what you're saying <laughs> no 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 okay it's too late for you it's too late for you no but <laughs> it, you know it's it's um it's um you can't teach an old dog new tricks you know and you know i i find it very uh you know very strange right because growing up um i, th- I think i've mentioned this before uh pretty much boys weren't even allowed in the kitchen right so so i, I was never in in a, a place where you know i saw them you know you know trying to make something you know and you know i sat there and watched them so i could so they never i was never given the chance to even be interested in cooking you know because it was always why are you inside here like when as far as the pot is on fire right it's like why are you in the kitchen would you leave this place you know (laughs) would you leave this place you understand mode is to come when the food is already done there's still meat from the pots that was my my job growing up (laughs) you know so um but but hopefully but hopefully um you know when i when i do implement i'll definitely give you some feedback you know uh and and you know keep you posted on the journey on my cooking journey <laughs> uh but very oh, cool oh, oh, we're def- oh, we're definitely <laughs> yeah yeah definitely feedback. um i like your feedback because i i love feedbacks i also want to improve on content so because this book was a three years project um it's not just you know um a theory it's actually practicalized stuff even nice. the the fact that Godet mentioned electricity, yeah. and you need to look at your basic your situation. If you live in a place where there's no power supply, you do the weekly plan. Yeah. So you cook per week. Yeah. If you live in a place where there's constant power supply, you do your monthly plan. You know. Yeah. So it's for me. It's, I've practiced both. I've even done daily plan, which was very stressful, mm-hmm. and I spent more money. So I experimented on everything basically. So. Yes, um, I would love the feedback from your yeah. experience. Yeah, you know, another another thing I, I heard was, um, or another comment I heard was um, it's something specific to to during the fasting or during the Lent period. Like, how do you manage? Uh, you know, did you have to switch up your cooking style during during Lent? You know, during that period, I think that's another interesting uh, a question people would definitely have, right? It's like during, or, you know, when the family is about to go into length, like, can I still yeah, use or just, this? Or just basic normal fasting. You know how people just incorporate fasting into their livelihood. You know, so you know, how do you, how do you, how do, is there a plan for? Imagine if I was going to go on a one week fasting. So do you, is there like a, is there like a plan? Because I haven't read the whole book. Forgive me, Flora. You know, I've only just seen this. <laughs> I'm going to make sure I jump on that. Just, uh, just the preface I think that I went to. But imagine like, you know, uh, we, we fast maybe uh, weekly, maybe this week we're going to do a, a fasting and we're supposed to eat only once a day. So is there like a plan for if you're supposed to eat only like once a day that you can incorporate into like your, like you were saying, like during Lent, what goes on most of the time is fasting. But people still fast. I mean, Lent is peculiar to Catholics, but you know, in the general sense of things, people fast, both Christians, Muslims at different times. So like, are there like plans, you know, for you to use during those times, you know, because the whole point is trying to get out that balance diet for whatever purpose it is you're trying to do, if it's to stay fit, lose weight, you know, um, and the rest of all. So, you know, are there plans for things like that? Because 
when you live in a diverse you know, religious economy like we do, a lot of things come in between you and your plan in this country. Yes, a lot, <laughs> a lot of things, a lot of things, because a lot, a lot, a lot of things. Oh Jesus! Oh God! <laughs> so you know, so that's just one of them. So is, is there anything yeah, that you, is there any plan for that? No, basically, um, I have, I have. A one a, no Easter weekend meal plan ah. that's for the Easter weekend yes it's on the website so I have a, an Easter weekend meal plan so it tells you how to plan but it doesn't come with the recipes for the meals there there's a meal table for those three days so that's Good Friday Holy Saturday Easter Sunday and Easter Monday so you have your recipe and your food table but you don't have an accompanying recipes then it tells you oh, how okay. to plan okay cook that especially for oh, catholics nice, like nice. yes and all of that but um in the future because this is more generalized in the future i'm thinking of um i'm thinking of segmentizing the 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 plans so for the, the muslims during the fasting or the salah their plan they have their meal plan then the the Christians, yes, you want to fast and whatnot, you okay. can have your meal plan as well. But the Weight Watchers have their meal plan in book two, and the, that entails eating twice. So uh, you eat twice daily, okay. and um, that means, yes, you just supplement with lunch, um, more of fruities and parfait and um, yogurt and some of these healthy things. Okay. You know? Okay, okay. You know, they're, they're restaurants. Um, and uh, the food service industry has pretty much evolved, you know, over the years as well. They, they, they understand that, you know, now that the man and woman has to be working, right? This issue, this issue is, is going to come about, right? So I feel, I feel the restaurants, with, they, they've started offering some specific packages. I've seen people do like, a, you, you can subscribe to like a, 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 meal, a meal plan kind of thing where they deliver meals to your house at specific times and you know they're, they're different kind of like you can have the nutritional super healthy stuff uh the the veg, vegetarian stuff the like absolutely you can pretty much package your meal plan so it's like you have a a, a uh an external chef you know and they're just delivering food to your house right so you can just focus on other things so, so i feel even the even the food food industry the food se- uh, the food sector has has started to adapt it's like yeah, yeah these people have this issue how do we address this so they've, they've started coming up with these services you know to sort of address this thing to keep people from actually learning how to cook <laughs> you know I, so so it's crazy and i i almost fell for one i'm not going to lie i was about to subscribe to one before your book came out so thank you again for that <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. It's actually a trap. It's yeah, actually a trap. I think I think the goal for most of this um for these restaurants is to keep making money. And the only way they can make money is if you keep buying their food. Now food is very important and there's no time you don't I mean, it's what keeps us alive. Even if you don't like food, you just have to eat it, you know, to stay alive. Yes, yes, yes. You know, so I, <laughs> They never run out of business. It's just that um, there are lots of households that cannot afford that lifestyle. It's quite expensive um, to maintain. I mean, if you have a household of five people, six people, imagine buying food all the time from a restaurant. You'll be spending some close to maybe more than 300000 per month just to take care of that household when buying food from a restaurant. Why not just buy the ingredients and cook it yourself? Um, stock, stack it in the freezer and um, from there you you know take what you need and live a very good life yeah. you know 
Yeah, and, so, and, 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 and to eating oil. healthy, you, you know the oil you're using, you, you're sure of what you're using to cook, you're sure of your ingredients. Yes, yes. yes. Or you could just hire a chef. <laughs> that's still that's still the same it's almost the same price if you think about it at the end of the day it's almost the same price no no and and as you and as you said when you when you note things down uh you know going back to when we spoke about planning when you note things down it really it really helps you to to visualize and internalize what's actually going on right as in if you actually said every time i buy food i'm going to note down what i bought right and how much I bought it for, and you do that for a week or or a month, right? And you you compare it against that, so you actually have the amount. It's like, oh, I spent this amount, you know, on eating out in this uh, this month, right? Then the following sub subsequent month, you try and actually go buy the food stuff and you know just do the cooking in the house. When you actually see those numbers in your face, right? When you when you've actually uh, you have the data you know in your face and it's glaring at you nobody will need to tell you don't worry i'm i'm gonna switch to simply food plan i'm <laughs> i'm going to it will be too obvious when you see that price different that difference right between cooking for, for yourself and eating out right uh so again slora thank you so much for your gift i feel you've given all the women looking for husband expo this is like cheat sheets. You know when you know when we're looking for <laughs> like exam question uh, answers. Yeah, 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 you just gave that. you just gave that's because again, they, I keep saying there's no bigger flex than you know your your guy comes to your house or your friends come to your house and your wife just whips up some 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 amazing food and everybody's just like wow bro man man everybody that's I think for all guys I I, I don't know what I'm just talking about myself but that's like the biggest flex right so literally you just handed you just handed a bunch of women <laughs> a cheat a cheat cheat <laughs> uh, to to catching that that man uh so so thank you thank you so much uh Miss Laura for this uh do you have any closing thoughts Gozi any questions from you. No, 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 no. Like, like you said, though, I, I haven't. I'm going to take my time to read the book. I would advise everyone else to do the same because um, if she actually has a plan, detailed down to even things like you know Easter holidays, then you know it is worth going through. Cheat sheet, codes. Yes, I actually even feel it will benefit guys more because guys are the ones who struggle with this whole um, cooking. Like women, you know, instinctively, you know, it might not be as as you know detailed as Flora's as Laura has put it out and simplified too at the same time because I feel it's a combination of both simplification and detailing at the same time. Yeah. So even, you know, but women still have that, you know, they have that nurturing ability to want to, 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 want to care, you know, and, yeah. you know, uh, and that kind of leads them to plan ahead because women are like that. It's actually men. I feel this book will benefit a lot of men. Yeah. It will serve as a key code to women, but it will be more beneficial to men, people who are struggling. It's people you know, like with... myself. Like, I'm, I'm, yeah, suffering, like I'm suffering. Say, yes. See, I, like, see, oh, see no, I ordered oh. food today. Oh. Let me not lie. I ordered Chicken Republic today. Flora, I ordered I, I, Chicken I Republic. <laughs> okay, so, so, so Flora, he ordered, before he ordered Chicken Republic, I offered to cook noodles. I was like, okay, you know what? Instead of ordering, let me cook noodles. And when I went to cook noodles, I came back and he had still ordered the food. <laughs> I'm just like, man, that's Listen. how much he doesn't trust my cooking. He's like, I'm about to feed him poison. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I think I'd rather just order this food. Wow. Wow. Uh, okay, I, I, for me, my final thought is um, it's good to plan. There's a plan within the plan in the book as well. Yes. So it, there's a safety net plan. So it's not just um, what you would eat at that point in time. But what if it's not even possible? Yeah. What if it's not even possible? 
possible for you to do that because you're so tired and you're so worn out. So there's a plan within a plan, you know, in the book as well. Um, I, I think it's a must for, for people who are starting households, for people who've had households and they have um, been struggling with meals, yeah. basically, because um, I, I was opportune to, to enter uh, an Uber driver's car and... I was opportunity to enter an Uber driver's car and he was complaining. I was telling him about this project before it was published. And he was complaining that his wife is always cooking rice. Rice. <laughs> that his, his daughter, they have just a child. His daughter is tired of eating rice and she's complained to him that, Daddy, I, I'm tired of eating rice all the time. You know? And he too. And the wife keeps saying, what do you want to eat? And he's wondering, can't you just be creative about these things, you know? So I I think with that plan, they would see their variety of foods apart from just rice. Apart from just rice, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because rice seems to be the go food for all Nigerians. Go to, you know? Yes. We don't, we don't think about yam. We don't think about Irish potatoes, sweet potatoes. We are just rice, rice and chicken, and we are good. Yes. You know, rice all the time so there's veggie there are other types of soups you can eat with your swallow there are other healthy swallow that can be eaten as well like um potato pounder you know and all of that so i i think that for me is is just what it is yeah. we need to plan all the time our meals it makes you even more productive you know because you already know what you're eating you're not thinking of the roof yeah. you're not mm -hmm. getting um tired while mm -hmm. you're working you know, because you've not had breakfast, you've not had lunch, and all of that, you know. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, Flora, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. I'm gonna sign. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave it with this question. I, I know at the book launch, at the book launch, uh, that this question was asked, but I have to. I have to ask you here again. You know, be, before we sign okay. off. Before we sign off. Who who are the better cooks? You know, you said your dad actually taught you your first dishes, right? Your dad, I, even though he makes you cook all the time, so that means this man knew how to cook, but said no, you 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 will still cook, right? So 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 who so who who, may, who are who are the better cooks? Like overall, like men or women? Let me let me end the episode off with that one. I will I will be very I will be very no. diplomatic about. That no. anybody can be a better cook. Okay. I cannot pick a gender above the gender. It's about your interest in cooking, you know. It's about the interest in cooking. So that's for me is just what it is. The reason why the reason why you we have issues most times is that why people sometimes say men are better cooks is that women have overconfidence. They just feel that because it's their field, they know how to cook better than a man. It's not entirely true. A man might be able to cook better than a woman. It's all about the interest of the person cooking. You know, it's just about the interest and about how careful that person is. Some would say you're so slow in the kitchen. Those people who are so slow in the kitchen might be being very careful. They're taking out, taking their time yeah. to clean the pomol well, to clean the the, the, the roundabout, as we call them here, roundabout about all this assorted meats uh, you know the cow intestine you know clean it properly before cooking it because they are more concerned about hygiene why some would just want to hurriedly cook i've seen food where they just cook with the whole dried fish rounded inside the pot what? they don't clean inside they don't remove the intestine yeah where you're eating you're not re eating and you know avoiding the intestine 
in the dried fish just because they wanted to leave the hole, you know. So it's not for me. Yes, yes. So it's about um, interest, basically. A man could cook better than a woman. A woman could cook better than a man. Okay. At every given point in time, it's about it. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll say for for for, for me, um, I've had. I think the best powdered yam I've had was from a man. You know, so, and, and, so not uh, the soup, not the soup, the pound, the yam itself. Like that was the best yam I've seen. The, like the the FD force. This this man used to pound this yam. As in that that, that was like till today, I still remember how epic that pounded yam was. <laughs> Uh, but but you know when it comes to, to other stuff you know generally honestly women are women are generally better right it's just the Gordon Ramses of the world you know that just showcase that whole oh yeah men just men have it on on the lock right the way I look at it is like I think women just based on how you know you are trained or you are brought up as a child women it's society just believes like even though it's in the genesis is different but that you know cooking is a woman's thing but yes the thing when men decide to do things, we actually put more dedication towards it because than, than women do to things. The women, women, the women might be better at it naturally, but when a man decides, okay, I want to learn how to cook or t- takes an interest in cooking, you know, his determination, his drive, his dedication to it is much greater than a woman would, would. which is why I personally believe one out of the best cooks out there, majority of them are men, but you have more women that can cook than men. That's uh, the way I look at uh, it. Uh, okay. Like, so, ge- yeah, the, like the generally, numbers. you have more uh, okay. women that okay. can cook. Yeah, but if you're looking at the best cooks out there, I feel the best cooks out there are men. Uh, okay. won't be the, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, where uh, I look at it. All right, guys, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think. Uh, s- send us send us some messages. Let us know what you think. Who can cook better, men or women? And of course, links in the description to get your copy of the Simply Food Plan by Flora Ngomatins. Uh, definitely check that one out. Guys, it's been wonderful having you on the show. See you on the next one. Peace. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Grateful. Yes. Let me go. All right. Bye, guys. See, 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 you know those recipes? You have to send me those recipes. Like, low key. Those recipes you. You can buy food too. When you buy food too, the recipes are good. Okay. See, see, packet. See, packet.